on today's show. It was bad. The Mavs got destroyed by the Knicks again. But why isn't this a game to freak out about? We'll try to convince you on today's Like I'm Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, oh. and this is Lockdown Mavs I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Satnam Shane. <laughs> and welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For everyone listening, we're making Lockdown Mavs your first listen every day. Even after a loss like that, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, where you can see us just in bewilderment after that loss to the Knicks. I mean, what, what do you say? Joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor, Mavs.com, the three-point punter, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Shame is, is a, a good word. It's, it's a good word to... It's the Mavs collectively walk Sat-num through. Shame. They collectively walk through King's Landing <laughs> with, uh, oh. yeah, the shame bell ringing in tonight. But uh, with Rebecca Welton just behind them. Sutnam <laughs> shame. One of those nights, man. That's like, a bad one. One of those nights. Oh, the Dallas Mavericks fall to the New York Knicks, hundred and seven to seventy-seven. Now. Usually 77 is a really good number for the Mavs. Tonight it was not. And the Mavs only scored 77 points. It's not good. You don't win games like that. Nobody wins games like that. No. But this was just one of those games that happens. It just so happened to happen against the same team again in the New York Knicks. What is it about the Knicks that has the Mavs lose games like this? Well, and because they clearly... One, the Kristaps Porzingis train. I mean, this is what was this three years running? They've won that train. I think that whoever they sign two years from now, <laughs> it will be because the Porzingis train. Some you people know, aren't going to get this amazing joke, but it's because there's an account out there keeping track of a Porzingis trade tree of all the assets they got in the Porzingis trade and what they've turned into, and then eventually it just turned into cap space. And so then he's like, "Well, all these players the Knicks have signed." Are because of the Porzingis trade, and so now he's like, now we're like three years removed from this. And yeah. This guy's tree is like four <laughs> generations long. It's like they signed Marcus Morris, and then they traded him <laughs> for something that got him more cap space, and it's all because I just love it. I I love every bit of it. And you you know who? This is a trivia question for you. You know who's hmm. better than Wesley Matthews, DeAndre Jordan, Quentin Grimes, and Dennis Smith Jr. Spencer Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> hey. Oh-ho! Come on down, that you one. won a prize. <laughs> the only guy to shoot 50% from three on the maps tonight. <laughs> oh, man. But shout out to the Knicks. Uh, the Knicks you know, improved to 28 and 38 this season. They're now two and a half, two and a half games back from 11th in the East. So a uh, big season for them. 10 um, games under 500. Yeah, excited for them. But honestly, in, in all honesty, I felt like they just flipped the switch tonight and they just went back to the Knicks team that was last year like yeah, that Knicks did. team last year was so much fun it was built on that defense Tibbs's first year and Randall had you know a monster year last year but it just felt like from the opening tip you're like oh crap it feels like you're moving at it felt like this was the the second night after an LA game after the Mavs had stayed in LA 
and they just weren't hitting the shots. It felt like the Knicks were moving at like, you know, when you listen, some of you crazy people out there listen to a podcast at like two times speed. And I say, who, who would do that? Who would do that? No, I actually know a decent amount of people who listen to our pod at two times speed. I'm like, dang. That's- I mean, I do. Uh, <laughs> but it, it felt like the Knicks were playing at like 1.25 speed mm. and the Mavs were at like one, you know, like normal speed. It did. It did. And it did feel like this Knicks team was playing the way that they did last year. And if you're going to try to answer the question, what is it about this Knicks team? I mean, the Mavs have the Mavs. <laughs> because have I didn't answer the question. You didn't answer it at all. This is two pods in a row where I directly ask you a question and you filibuster and don't answer it. I get flustered and then I have to go back and answer my own question. Um, the, the Mavs have scored under 87 points three times this year. One of them against Denver in that terrible game back in October. And then t- the other two were against this Knicks team. <laughs> what is it about this team? Well, you know, Mitchell Robinson was a problem, right? Mitchell Robinson down low was definitely a problem. He had three blocks, two steals. It's just the Mavs can't get into the lane at all against a guy like that. The Knicks, I think, do a really good job of of uh, of kind of hedging on some of those drives, too, where you have somebody else run over which is one of the reasons why the Mavs had a bunch of open threes. Jason Kidd was asked about the Mavs threes. The Mavs shot six of 44 from three, six of 44. That's really, really bad. 13%. Um, And the Mavs shot eight of 37 in the first game from three. So that's 14 of 81. They've shot from three against this Knicks team in two games. Uh, but they got a bunch of open threes. Jason Kidd said he wasn't worried at all about the threes because a lot of them were open. And the reason why is because the Knicks have this have this offense or have this defense where they're just gonna they're gonna hedge and they're gonna come into the paint and they're gonna try to stop you from getting into the paint and and stop that kind of drive and open up a lot of these three point attempts. If the Mavs made, I mean, if the Mavs made a, this the same amount of threes that they've normally been making, they probably win this game because I thought their defense was actually pretty good on the other end. But they just couldn't get anything to fall, and it's just kind of one of those games. It's kind of hilarious and ironic that it's against the same exact team, but they won't face them in the playoffs. So here we are. Maybe it's a Tibbs thing. Maybe Tibbs just knows. He's like, hey, I know how to play the Mavs. But when you get smacked by a team who you know only hit nine threes, I mean, there's there's some other stuff that went on, and that's why I say it's like it's this it's this collective thing tonight that. You can't look at it and say, well, they hit a million. Th- they hit 23s tonight. That's why we lost. Or they just play lockdown defense and then they didn't do anything else. And it was an old school Raven Steelers NBA game of nine to six. It really wasn't that either because the Knicks scored points. It was just everything like the the Knicks got whatever they wanted. It felt like Randall had a good game. They played really good defense. And the Maverick shooters literally couldn't hit a darn thing tonight. Like they just they just couldn't at all. Reggie's in a big time funk right now. By the way, your guy. You I need know. to clam- oh, clamor okay. for more All minutes. Right. Here we go. Here. I have to apologize. That's it. I just have to apologize. I have to apologize. That's to Jason you kid. apologizing no, yeah. to kid. Yeah, it's me apologizing to kid now for Reggie's shooting. Uh, yeah, I mean it was just bad overall. There was only really one good. Well, we'll talk about that in the second segment. But the reason why to not freak out about this game is it's an aberration, right? The Mavs. The Mavs don't. Yeah. They're not going to shoot like that again, right? It. It all comes back to the averages. The guy like. <laughs> Bullock went 0 of 8. Davis went 0 of 5. Brunson went 0 of 5. Maxi went 0 of 4. That that may happen again. <laughs> Luca went 3 of 11. Uh, Dorian went 1 of 4 with, with his threes. Um, Sterling missed a 3. Burke missed a 3. Josh Green missed a 3. And it's, it's just like everybody. The only guys that actually hit threes were Luca and Dinwiddie, and then Dorian hit one. But 
It's just not going to happen again. Now, are the Mavs still too reliant on the three? Is that something that we still, we're still concerned about? Because the Knicks took away the twos, and the Mavs just went back to being reliant on the three again. And, you know, where's Jalen Brunson? Where's Spencer Dinwiddie attacking the basket? Yeah, I, I'm not ready. You know, obviously we talked about this before we hit record of, like, there's nothing I've learned from this game. Like, there's nothing I'm walking out of this game saying, oh, man, they need, they really need to change blank up defense up they need to change their outside shooting they need, there's nothing i'm saying they have to change after this game because a lot of these looks were good looks like i want these looks from reggie bullock please shoot them some of these door like i know one or two of the dorian looks i mean he only missed three you know, or three threes tonight but it's just like you know jb jb's the only person i'm looking at tonight saying like we need more like this is this is the type of game that you know, when the Mavericks started getting down, obviously in the second half, Luca, you know, put them on his shoulders and stuff. But, and, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. But it, it's, this is the game where Brunson, if we're going to, you know, they're going to commit to him to be this guy at 20 million, 18 million dollars, whatever it is, like you need Jalen Brunson to have more than eight points tonight and to, you know, do more than three of 12 from the field. Yeah, that, that's a huge thing that we're going to be focusing on focusing on for the rest of the season because he's had a couple good games. I mean, he had a 23 point game against the Kings, 22 point game against the Lakers, um, you know, 23 point game against the the Pelicans. But some of these teams that matter eight points against the Warriors, 14 points against the Warriors, eight points against Utah. I mean, he's got to step up a little bit in some of these games. If he wants that, you know, that big payday and for the Mavs to win some of these games too. coming up, let's get into this game. And Luka Doncic gets his 14th technical. We're going to tell you why you shouldn't be worried about Luka Doncic missing a game. We're going to talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about something that is the best thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. You can do this. This is the best do thing I, that you can do for your body. And it's called athletic. It's called, it's called <laughs> under, it's called athletic, <laughs> it's called athletic greens. Uh, it's a product I use literally. This is in my kitchen right now. I was going to say, we have it. I was drinking it today. It's a product It's a product I use every day. I use this. We had a run with them a little while ago, and I've been using it for a while. I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. You can just put it in a bunch of water. Like I have a 30-ounce. I have this 30-ounce cup you guys see me drink out of every time Porzingis was mentioned. <laughs> having healthy offseason. And I just put it in there. You can barely taste it in there. It just gives your water a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a bubblegum taste a little bit. But uh, – but what is it? It's a it's a one delicious scoop of athletic of athletic greens, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and uh, and all kinds of good stuff that helps you. The guy that created this started about 10 years ago. He was a you know health like a lifetime health and wellness enthusiast, and he uh, he dealt with a lot of fatigue issues. He was like a, a wrestler, and he was dealing with fatigue all the time. And so he went to his doctor. They put him on a 20 vitamin regimen a day. 20 vitamins a day, costing him about 100 bucks, And he was like, this can't be the answer. And so what he did was he decided to develop Athletic Greens. So you can take AG1. It's just one scoop of powder with a glass of water. You do it first thing in the morning. You go check it out. Athletic Greens it makes it super easy. They're giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Check out AG1 Athletic Greens. 
All right, Isaac, thanks for making Lockdown Maps your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, a nightly recap of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to me uh, freak out about the number 77 when I realized it was Luca's number and the number of points the Mavs scored in this game. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. All right, Isaac Harris, as you're like eating a Pop-Tart over there. Oh, a the Puffs! Don't you disrespect Bill Barr. The Puffs! A Puffs, it's great. <laughs> He's eating the Puffs. Um... Let's walk through this game a little bit because there was a couple of points in this game where I thought the Mavs were going to come back. Uh, There's a, there a moment in this game where the Mavs cut it to 14 points and shout out to the, the crowd at the AAC. They were really getting back into it. It, it felt like uh, the, in the third quarter, Dallas had forced a turnover. Luka got a jumper. Luka started to heat up and there's really just nothing. There's nothing right now like, like Luka just starting to heat up. You can just start to see it because he just does it from all over the court. He starts hitting some threes. He hits those mid-range shots. He's just going for it. And it just all of a sudden ignites that crowd. And it's so fun. If you can get to a game at the AAC right now, uh, you have to. Because seeing Luka just heat up is an incredible experience. All right. I tweeted about this. <clears throat> and then you you wanted to crack We're, a joke. This is like the eighth pod in a row we've talked about your tweets on this pod. I just <laughs> because... The bench, the the fact that the bench and the crowd, you said the crowd, it made me thought and think yeah. about this. I I was so impressed by this and when I said I tweet about it because I was going to reference you making fun of me and uh, on Twitter and other people are like, oh, <laughs> just you know, dumb, whatever. Trying and to instead, be I just made fun of you again on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that when it. I mean, you look at opposing team benches sometimes, especially in this game. Like, you look at this game, it's like, bro, y'all are up by, like, 20. Look at why the Knicks you... bench in this one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Knicks, like, why are you not in this game? Like, even it's something I've been watching. Even some of these close games, you can see some of these teams. Like, how are you not standing up during a close game? And I know it's like, hey, we lost by a lot tonight. Isaac's really reaching for a positive. But whenever they're down by 20 and or over 20 and Theo Pinson, Dwight Powell, Tim Hardaway, like there's multiple dudes that just still haven't sat down yet. Like that, that says something to me. And I just think that's so cool because if I'm on the floor and I'm trying to come back and I'm, I, and I'm trying to find some type of energy to where it's like, all right, realistically, the odds are not in my favor to come, <laughs> come back from this. But it's like, and you see your guys over there, like hyping you up still. Like when most teams, they're just sitting there on the bench saying, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Like, you want to play Uno after this? <laughs> or like, how are you mean, doing? It's just like, I, I just thought that. And I thought I want to do the hat tip to the crowd too. I thought the crowd, even when they were making runs, it's like, Oh, wow, Mass are back in this. Oh, okay. They're still down by 21. But it felt like they were making a bigger run because the crowd stayed in it too. So anyway, I just, I thought the crowd was great for a blowout, and I thought the bench. I mean, we can't hype up this team chemistry enough. They have amazing team chemistry. The team chemistry is so good, and they're so in sync, they all decided to be off on the same exact night. Did you tweet that? We're referencing your tweets. There you go. I just did it. I, I did it. I got you back. <laughs> that's, that's what I tweeted during the game. Um, but yeah, this team chemistry is good. If you're going to take one thing from it, this team was still kind of together towards the end, and they were still trying, right? I mean, even when everything was just going bad, that third quarter run sort of said to me, all right, at least this team is still trying. They're not giving up. They're not throwing in the towel, which is one of the reasons, that mentality is the reason why this Mavs team has been good in comebacks. And I kind of believe they could make a comeback because we've seen it before. We've seen them come back from 21 down, from 19 down, multiple times. We talked about that a couple days ago. 
about how this team can come back uh, in games like this. Now, they have to learn how to just get leads and keep them, for sure, in the first half of, of games. But um, that mentality, the staying together, the chemistry, that's important. That's definitely important. What also is important is Luka, uh, five minutes and 22 seconds left. He gets the ball on the top of the key, try, tries to drive. Uh, he drives on Taj Gibson. A foul is called. It's not a shooting foul. Luka gets upset. He gets in referee Billy Kennedy's face. And then Billy Kennedy keeps walking. Luka says something else to him. He doesn't follow him up or clap or anything like that and gets called for a technical. This is Luka's 14th technical of the year. If he gets two more, he's suspended for a single game. Now, it resets in the playoffs. I've heard a couple people talk about that. So we don't have to worry about playoffs or anything like that. But this is a big deal because right now, uh, the Denver game is happening right now. By the way, Denver's only up by two to Sacramento with three minutes left. Um, so we'll be watching that. No, but if, No if, Sabonis either. But it, Yeah, with no Sabonis. But if Denver holds on to win that game, then the Mavs and the Nuggets are tied. Like just straight up tied record-wise. And so the Mavs could fall to six. They could play the Warriors. They could play, you know, Memphis. And uh, and they'd fall out of that four or five, which is and, – and definitely lose home court advantage. So why should we not be not worried about Luka getting suspended – or, you know, missing a game because of this? Because it does seem like it, we're on the way to it happening. Um, I mean, he was super close last year. He was right there last year. And, you know, he, he even said, what, a few weeks ago, so when, you know, this, I feel like it's like the evergreen narrative. It's like March, you know, April, Dwight Powell. It's like, hey, <laughs> let's just put this in the bank. Put this on your Evernote, you know, for reporters so that every March you're going to be asking Luca. So, Hey, that that tech, that sixteenth tech is gonna be coming up. It's like when <laughs> we'll put start putting odds of when he'll reach thirteen techs, you know, before you know trade deadline or whatever. But you know, he said it. He's like, hey, I'm not gonna hit that. So he's very confident that he'll be able to hold back. And once he gets right at that, that he's not gonna get that sixteenth. But you know, I mean, I feel like it's playing with fire a little bit, especially you know when you go if you if he hits that fifteen mark. And he's just really just risking it out there. Like for him to miss a game, like that Huge. one game. I mean, talk about the stories that are going to be written. If that like, they miss a game super late in the season and now they're off, you know, and a whole series is kind of dependent. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about it. I actually blame Jason Kidd for that tech tonight because there is no reason in the world Luka Doncic should have been out on that floor when he got that tech. Yeah, I mean, their their Mavs are down by 23. There's five minutes left, and he still has yeah. Luka and them out of there. He actually put Luka back into the, the fourth quarter, which I thought was, eh, I don't know. Should have just kept him out. There's all kinds of different reasons. you can If you want to go straight down the – you want to go down the conspiracy theory music route with, you know, does he want to keep up his stats so that he can stay in the All-NBA race that we talked about yesterday? Or is he gunning for MVP maybe? You want to keep up the per-game stats and got to keep him in the game so he can get a couple extra buckets in there. But uh, there's all kinds of different reasons. Maybe they really thought they could make a comeback in 20 points in five minutes. Um, so I'm not worried because I, I trust Luca's word on it, right? it's happened. Yeah. We've seen it happen before where he said it's not going to happen. This is I think this is the second or third time tonight we've heard him say, it's not going to happen. Don't worry about it. I won't, you know, I won't miss a game. The Mavs have 16 games left. He's got to get two more in 16 games. Which, mm. Glad know. they didn't hire Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> I was going to say, we talked about a couple weeks ago how the Mavs almost hired Rasheed Wallace as an assistant coach. Um, instead, they just have Mark Cuban going out there and <laughs> arguing calls <laughs> to Billy Kennedy during timeout. He was, he's out there the whole entire timeout arguing that um, Dorian Finney-Smith 
dunk that got called off because his hand hit the ball and it, they called it an offensive basket interference. Him, it was like this whole crowd. It was him. It was it was Dorian. It was uh, Sterling. Sterling Brown's always been there. Dwight Tim Hardaway Jr. with his like astute teacher glasses were yeah. was over there. Um, Cuban Jared Dudley was like leaning in. There was like a whole group of Mavs around Billy Kennedy trying to figure out why that was not called or why that was called that way. Um, so yeah, I'm not worried about Luca missing a game. Mavs lose this game. There's really not a whole lot to get back to to take from this game, except for that third quarter run was a little bit encouraging. The the bench and all that was encouraging. And uh, yeah, coming up, let's talk about the rest of this um, stretch. The Mavs are about to go on a road trip. And so let's talk about some of those games. Let's talk about things that we're going to look forward to uh, and things that we're expecting from this team. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for chain local stores to... Stock all the parts that you need. So why would you endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning about your car? Things that you don't know off the top of your head. Rock Auto will help you with that. Just go to their website. See all the stuff that's available for your car or truck. It's really simple. You just go through a list of, all right, what year is your car? What make is your car? What model is your car? And then it's just going to give you all the parts available right underneath it. And you can pick stuff. Uh, and there's stuff there that you can change without knowing anything about mechanics or anything like that. So go check it out. RockAuto.com. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Also, I want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.net is the place to go to check out all the latest lines, odds, and props, all kinds of stuff for basketball, the NCAA tournament is coming. March Madness. Yeah. You want, some, you want some steals of your own. You got a whole bunch of games. Here we go. Big 10 tournament. Let's go. By the time you're listening to this, this game has already happened. Indiana, Michigan. How are you feeling about this one? Michigan at home. Big 10 tournament. No Jawan Howard. Uh, <laughs> two, Michigan is a two and a half point favorite in that one. Um, Duke against Syracuse. Duke. Duke is a 14 point favorite in that one. If you're feeling that. Texas against TCU. Ooh, right in the backyard here. Ooh, Texas, if the Mavs will scout that one. Texas is a six-point favorite against TCU. If you feel strongly about any of those, go check it out. Bet online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac Harris. So I don't have any more thoughts about this game. Do you have any more thoughts? Yeah. I think I we actually can. did want to say, oh. like, I like Lucas stretch there in the second half is just another testament just – how good he is and just the level that he's at as a player. I mean, he had he had 19, 19 points in the second half. He shot over 60% from the field in the second half, over 40% from three in the second half. Like, the only reason... 17 that, points in the third quarter. Yeah, like, the only reason that game even, like, made you, like, set up in your recliner, you know, was Luka. Like, the fact that they cut it to 14 and some of the shots he was making... Like that step back on, you know, Mitchell Robinson, you know, actually blocked one later on, but he had a step back on, you know, on Robinson. Like he just, he had plays tonight to, to where you, you were asking yourself, is this going to be one of those nights? Like, is this going to be one of those yeah. all time nights that he's going to put up 50? They're going to come back from 28 down. Yeah. And it's like, because he's that, there's only so many players in the league, but yeah, it just, anyway, I just want to point out that stretch because that third quarter stretch was, was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty, but that's pretty it. Cool. I literally have nothing else. I know. There's really nothing. The Mavs now go on a road trip. We'll have you for the post games and all these games. Friday, they play at Houston, then Sunday at Boston. 
Wednesday at Brooklyn. That's an ESPN game. Um, then Friday at Philadelphia. That next stretch is really interesting. Boston, Brooklyn, Philadelphia. What are you looking forward to in that stretch right there? Well, first off, on Friday, um, you know, the Rockets. Rockets just beat, you know, a pretty bad team uh, last night. So uh, they're they're pretty high. Hey, overtime. Yeah. Eric Gordon, man, he just took the crown. Said, I, I'm the king now. And uh, But no, hopefully – Hopefully the Knicks game was like a wake up call for the Rockets, you know, Rockets game of, all right, we lost against a non-playoff team. Let's go into Houston, take care of business before we go on the stretch. Cause they really got to win Friday because those, that, that stretch of next three games. I mean, there's probably not a more hot team in the league than what Boston's doing right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, Jason Tatum's insane. Um, just defensively what they're doing, like they're going to defend Luca. Well, I'm really excited to watch that game, to be honest. But I think Jason Tatum's one of the one of the best young players in the league. The Mavs are not practicing on Thursday today, so they're just gonna sit and stew in this loss for for a day, and then go to Houston and uh, and go play that 7 p.m. game there. And then yeah, that Boston game is is a Sunday afternoon ABC game, so everybody will be watching that one. That'll be national television where. Uh, you're going to see a bunch of people tweet about Luca, And if they have a bad game again, like they did in this one, you're going to see yeah. all the, the talk about, well, why are we even talking about Luca and MVP? He shouldn't even be first team all NBA. Like I, you can see, you can start to see those things sort of forming, but I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're going to defend Luca. Do they just throw Jalen Brown on him? Do they decide to, you know, to just put Marcus smart on him um, and then put Jalen Brown on like Brunson because just to take Brunson completely out of the game. Like I could see them doing something like that. Um, That'll be and really, it, really interesting to see. It could be a small ball, like fest of it, of you know which team decides to go small first. You know if if they take, you know Time Lord out, Dallas takes, you know Dwight out. Is it is it Tatum, and, you know, or Grant Williams and Dorian at the fives? You know, and they're just rolling stuff like that, and Luca and Bullock, like that. That's fun basketball now. Something that's underrated this since it is an early tip. Then they have two days off before that Brooklyn game on Wednesday night. So it's kind of like two and two and like a quarter, you know, day day off of that since that it's such an early tip on Sunday. Um, so yeah, will there be a, a little little New York hangover for that uh for that Nets game on, on Wednesday night? We'll see, because they'll have some they'll definitely have some off time in New York. But that Nets team is not playing well. Right now, no, they're not playing well. But and you know, at, at this point, you know, Kyrie won't be playing in that game. I don't know when something could change in New York, but you know, does Ben Simmons, mag, you know, does he magically come back? You know, for that game, and he's guarding Luca. But I mean, anytime you're playing Kevin Durant, it's a tough game. But I'm excited for that Friday game. It's the first yeah. time of a back to back that you know the next weekend. Uh, because they got Philly on that Friday night, and then they turn right back around, play Charlotte the next night in an early tip, by the way, 6 p.m. tip on that second night of a back-to-back. I'm like, that's brutal. Um, but no, I, I want to see what Embiid, Embiid Harden versus Mavs like be fun. How do the Mavs guard Embiid, right? What do they do against him? Do they literally just double him? Do they keep doing the same thing that they've <laughs> been doing? He's going to shoot like 20 free throws. He probably will. He did against the – who was it? The Who did they play the other night where they just didn't have any centers at all? They, like All their centers were, were gone and Embiid uh, and, and shot that many free throws. They're going to shoot a ton against the Mavs. But that next slate is pretty interesting. Then that second night of a back-to-back against Charlotte – then Minnesota, then Houston, and then Minnesota, Utah. I mean, this 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 
the rest of the schedule is not easy, right? There's two games against Houston, uh, the game against Brooklyn, who knows what they're going to be. Another game against the Lakers, Washington, they'll probably want some revenge there. That'll be the, the Porzingis, the Porzingis revenge game, maybe. Um, oh, Portland, yeah, Portland, that's Detroit. really good. But the rest of these <clears throat> games are not are not easy for the Mavs. They got a big slate ahead of them. We'll have you covered all of them <laughs> on this show. Now make your second listen today. Thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown NBA, with me and Kane Pittman today, breaking down all the stories in the NBA, Monday through Friday, 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. One more thing. thing. They play the Wizards on uh, (laughs) on April first. KP's gonna be like April Fool's Day. I'm not playing, guys. (laughs) Game time decision. I just had to get that out. You had to get it out there. There you go, guys. Thanks so much for listening to Lock on Maps. Who's on?